Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Randomic. Berto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. We are going to have a great show for you today. It's been a sort of a interesting kind of a day because guess what? Yours truly has just developed COVID. So, yep, I've got COVID and you know what it means? It means that I'm quarantined for a few days. Yesterday was kind of terrible, but you know what? We survive, we survive, we survive. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, yesterday was kind of tough, but... Um, today, after sleeping for probably 10 hours, you know I usually only sleep 4 hours After sleeping for 10 hours, I felt a lot better today and going So, man, oh man, oh man The way I see it, man, I, I, I tell people, well, hell If I can get COVID, just about anybody else can get COVID Because I, I behaved myself for the most part But the truth of the matter is um, you know, you it, it, it just takes one sort of a lax or whatever to pick this crap up, you know. Uh, so, you know, I got it. And it's it's one of those things, you know, just have to live with it, get better, try not to infect anybody in the house, which I'm, I'm doing my best not to. I'm staying locked up into the studio. You know, I'm locked up in the studio, guys. I'm locked up in the studio. What can I say? I'm locked up in the studio. So... Anyhow, what I need to do now, though, is I need to go ahead. Be bear with me one second as uh, I'm kind of a little bit behind in setting things up here. And I'm trying to get uh, get all our our networks pumped up. You know, get, get it on the other couple of networks that we're on before I get it done. So bear with me one quick second and then we can actually get busy. We can actually get busy. The way we should. And I think I got it done. I think I got it done. Anyway, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random McBerta Williams. Yes, I've got COVID. Yes, there was stuff. Anyhow, Michael says, Egberto, mind putting this Gallup poll up on the screen as it found the largest generational gap I've seen in a long time? Of course, Michael, if you want that on the screen, we'll put that on the screen. Let's see what it shows. Pride in being American by gender. I don't know that I like those kinds of polls, but I'm putting it up because you request. Here is the poll. Um, because I'm, I'm going to tell you what, what I mean by what I'm just going to say. It shows that very proud to be is only 43% for male, 34% for female. And, you know, it goes down not at all. Yeah, and then age difference. The age difference between 18 and 34, only 25% are extremely, 23%, meaning less than 50% are really care to be American, but here's what I say to this, right? America is a country that we control, that we are supposed to control, and even though these polls ask questions like, how proud are you to be an American? I am not proud of what America is doing, or Supreme Court, and these other things that are occurring here. But for all of you that are listening right now, we are, in fact, uh, Americans, and it is our responsibility as Americans to take control of our America and make sure that America represents all the things many like to claim about America that is yet to be realized. Unless you're planning on moving to some other utopia, unless you're planning on moving, we are 
in fact, Americans. We are, in fact, still somewhat of a democracy. We can become a full democracy if we decide to engage, if we decide to follow the tenets of something that I've been writing on my, on my websites for, for eons. Political engagement should be a requirement for citizenship. So I hope with that, Brother Rudnan, that we look at it in that regards. I saw that you had a mirror, etc., etc., etc. So anyhow, I, I, I fulfilled your request. Bow of the fifth column, 234. Why aren't young people proud? That's a wrong question. Why should they be? What have they been handed? That's true. We baby boomers screwed the, the Gen Zs, Gen Xs terribly. They have been handed 20 years of war, a Supreme Court that's going to constantly take away more of their rights, a coup attempt, a slide into authoritarianism, where they lose more and more of their freedoms, no action on climate change or anything they actually care about, and an economy that does <coughs> not allow to prosper. Because generally speaking, those who were older were more easily conned into voting against their own interests at 55 and, and older, 51% of the extremely proud. Under the age of 34, 25%. That's a pretty big difference. The younger portion of the United States, they are not proud because they are not buying the lies. They are not going to be there to chant USA, USA when they know the United States has fallen behind a lot of ways. Rodnan and all others listening, including any millennials that are here otherwise. The one thing that's missing there is empowerment and you are empowered. There are more of you now than the rest of us. So please take your power. Take your power and encourage those because there are a lot of millennials that follow the, the Republican BS. Get them on your side. Michael Rundin also says, interest in engineering. A huge ozone hole has been discovered in the tropics. Didn't know about that. Didn't see that. And it's been there since the 1980s. It is seven times the size of the Antarctic ozone hole and it's seen all year round. <coughs> Quinn Bing Lu, a professor at the University of Waterloo in Canada, has spotted a large ozone hole in a tropical region of the planet, which could impact 50% of the world's population. That's where I'm from. Wow. Unlike the Antarctic hole in the spring, the hole over the tropics is seen all year round. The depletion of the ozone can lead to increased ground level UV, which means cancer and cataracts in humans, as well as weakened immune system. I wonder if that's the reason I developed early cataracts that the tropic regions constitute half the planet's surface area and are uh, home to half of the world's population, quite worrying, terming, uh, terming it cause for great global concern. Lou called for careful studies of ozone depletion. <coughs> Sorry about that. That's COVID, folks. Anyhow, let's look at that. Rodney always puts his link in there. All right, what else have we got? Uh, what else have we got? We also have Amy News. New York... Uh, fell victim again to scourge of gun violence in America on the 4th of July. As reported, 24 people were wounded, three fatally in shootings across the city after right fall, right fall Monday night in all according to published reports. Oh boy. Yes, as for the gun violence New York experienced after sunset Monday night, police sources said an excessive amount of victims were people wounded in shootings at barbecues the Independence Day saw more killing sprees than I've ever seen in the news. We as a nation are going 
to do something about this? Are we as a nation going to do something about it? Um, we have to. We have to do something about this. It's not our, the question isn't are we going to, is when are we going to? And we better start looking at this pretty damn soon because it's getting more serious than anyone can think of. We have got to do something about that. All right, folks, uh, let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here. I'm going to be talking to you guys in a second. Let me check one thing to make sure my cue is there. That looks good. Okay, vamos a continuar. Vamos a continuar. That's the wrong thing that I did there. I need to delete that. Bear with me a second, guys. I need to delete something real quickly. Because it seems like I put up something that was wrong. I put up something that was wrong. So I'm fixing it as we speak. I'm fixing it as we speak. Sorry for the day, for the confusion today. But I don't think I'm working to my optimum performance right now. So bear with me as we go through this. I need to get the tyranny. The title of the show today is The Tyranny of, also, the, tyranny of the Supreme Court. And I need to put another link to that right here. I'm going to be with. I'm going to be getting all of this stuff together right. I promise you. I promise you. I am trying my best, my lonesome best, to get it all right as we speak. But it's difficult. It's difficult. My head hurts a bit. All right. Let's get this here. I'm almost there, folks. I'm almost there. And I think I can cue this up because it doesn't seem like it has been queued yet. I thought I queued it, but I didn't queue it. All right, let's go. Let's go. All right, that seems like I finally have that queued. All right, good. Now it's done. All right, I think I got that queued. All right, folks, welcome aboard. Bridge MCP, AVQ, welcome aboard. May Wood, welcome aboard. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. Yvette Avery Herod, welcome aboard. Eric Hayes, overreaching government. <coughs> I like to see how Eric always uh, grabs on to the, the right-wing propaganda, this time from the Netherlands, you know. <coughs> They're trying to get people excited over uh, cows farting now. It's crazy. These guys are nuts. Okay, Eric, let's see what else. Bree says, oh, damn, it's COVID. Ashley didn't get it. Everybody in the house, neither Linda nor Ashley has it. They did their test this morning right after I did my test. And this is my test, folks. Oh, look at that. Look at, whoops, let's see if I can get it on the screen. Uh, uh, well, it's not coming out as it should, but came out positive. I knew it, though. I honestly knew it. Yvette Avery Harris said, oh, no, that COVID is still making rounds, sending prayers of healing and relief. Yes, I don't, look, I just feel like I got a cold, man. You know, yesterday I had the body aches and the fever one day. That only lasted one day. Today's fine. E2247 says, hello, relatives. Today's visit will be the greatest visit ever. Eric says, Egberto, you have the antibody now, and anyone and everyone will get it. You are human. <clears throat> oh, my God. I'm human. Thank you, Eric. Rodden says, anyone can get COVID. If you take precautions, your chances are less, but it's not zero. One misstep and the wrong time. It's all it takes. Most people who get COVID don't even know they have it while they spread it around. That's why COVID went around the world so fast. Bridge MCP says, locked in studio, LOL. What a punishment. Yes, a punishment. Egberto just 
plaques of all, plaques of it and make Oryx companies richer? Nope. I am letting my immune system do its job. It seems to be doing its job fine. If I felt like, you know, earlier this morning, as she came in with her stethoscope and she checked my lungs and all of that, she was fully masked, double masked and all of that with gloves on. And she said everything seemed okay in my lungs, so I think I'm okay. Eric Hayes says, does this show party too? Uh, Michael Rodney says, yeah, that age difference is huge. Yeah, uh, hey, come on, don't be talking like, like Donald Trump now. Breach said, Plaxivinet is usually only given to high-risk people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Eric Hayes, yes, the link shown in the video has the full, full details. Uh, Paul Fleming says, ATL checking in. Eric Hayes says, you see that bit link at the bottom? Type it in your browser. Okay, uh, Alistair Waters is here. She says, hi, everybody. Judge throws out Trump-era rollbacks on endangered species. All right, what else we got here? Eric Hayes says, is this helping? Shell, Netherlands, BV, and Shell Overseas invest subsidiaries of Shell have taken the final investment decision to build Holland Hydrogen 1, which will Europe's largest renewable hydrogen plant once operation in 2025, the 200 megawatt. Like, that's good. I like that. I like that. Let's, I haven't read the whole thing, but I like that. Where's the link? Notice how um, Mr. Rudnan puts links in. Please remember that. Breach says, Eric, yep, it will hurt ya, but my brother and sister-in-law were offered only because of their risk. Okay, uh, what else have we got here? Breach says, hey, Alistair Waters. Uh, what else have we got? Egberto, I had COVID around a month ago. Feeling bad for you, brother. Don't feel bad. I don't feel too bad right now. So yesterday was terrible. Today is much better. Michael says, Egberto, I don't know about the tropical ozone hole until today either. How have uh, we not found out about this until now? Nobody was looking, of course. Remember, people south of America don't matter. That's why we can blow the crap out of them without, ah, it's just a little war. You know, when America came to Panama, they tested the, 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 stealth, uh, the stealth fighter in Panama. They blew up in the Quince Pisos. And they didn't care that there were babies in the building. They didn't care. All right, Peggy Lopez says, Egberto, take care of yourself. I am doing the best I can, my dear. Thank you so kindly for your concern. Paul Fleming says, we will have to have control of the House and Senate to pass abortion laws, voting laws, and gun laws to show Republicans that society is better off without weapons of war in our neighborhoods. You're absolutely right, sir. Continuing, we got Peggy Lopez says, the Supreme Court is a continuation of the coup started by Reagan and held together by the Federal Society. Good news is Dems have slight edge in polls for 2022. That, that is a good news. We got to keep it there. It seems like the Dems are going to hold the House and hold the Senate all because the Supreme Court uh, actually hurt women. Sad but true. Continuing. Good link. E2247. Eric Hayes says, everyone gets it and even with your quad vaccinated too. Yep, I got it. Egberto, huge is Bernie, not Trump. That's right. What is Trump again? I forgot. Michael Rennes says, can someone copy-paste to Eric? You want to know why there's felony bond release? Here's a Fox article for you. Prior to 2019, most criminal district court judges would revoke a defendant's bond if they got charged with another felony crime. But now we have judges who continuously grant bonds to the same defendants repeatedly. In 2034, I've been doing this. I have never seen a period of time that this many people were committed to these crimes while out on bond. I'll continue that another time. All right. Okay, I got some great videos for you guys. The first one that I'm going to... Oops, I don't have it on the screen. Yep. 
Well, actually, the first one I want to do is uh, this one here. Check it out, and then we'll take it on the other side. America pride itself as a democracy, specifically a representative democracy, a republic, a republic. That's what we claim. We claim that all people have equal rights. All people are pretty much the same under the law. All people are the same under what they're judged by. But somehow, when it is time to elect those who represent us on the Supreme Court to ensure that the Constitution is interpreted as it should, somehow things get a little bit different. I want you to check this out because what we have is an illegitimate court that represents a small percentage of America. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Hard to overstate just how gleefully the Supreme Court took a hatchet to its own small-D democratic legitimacy over these past few weeks. From overturning Roe to nerfing the EPA, from gutting our Miranda rights to hacking away at the separation of church and state, the robed reactionaries on this nation's highest court went buck wild, blasting away at decades of precedent without a care in the world for public perception. Having secured that sweet, sweet 6-3 supermajority, the SCOTUS conservative just gave in to about every far-right Fox-induced maximalist impulse imaginable. This shocked some, apparently, at the New York Times and other prominent outlets. It really shouldn't have, though. Why would Alito and Thomas and Kavanaugh and co. deign to care about democratic legitimacy when they never even had basic numerical legitimacy in the first place? Let me explain. By now, we're all well acquainted with how justices get on the Supreme Court. In the event a seat opens, the president selects a nominee, said nominee, is presented before the Senate, and then the Senate votes up or down on confirmation. Unless said nominee is named Merrick Garland, but I digress. Let's consider for a moment, though, the two senators from each state who voted to confirm or not confirm each current justice on the court, and the percentage of the U.S. population they represented using census data prior to each justice's appointment to the court. Hamilton College professor Philip Klinkner, political scientist, he did just that. And what he found, and he gave us the data, it is rather shocking. Senators who backed Clarence Thomas, for example, represented just 48.6% of the U.S. population. Those behind Amy Coney Barrett, 46.8%. How about the Kavanaugh stands? A measly 43.3% of the American populace. Among the six conservative justices, only Chief Justice John Robert got over 50%. Now let's compare those figures to the rest of the court there. Three liberals. 66.5% for Kagan, 73.57% of the population for Sotomayor, and 90, 90% for Breyer. To be clear, based on this data, we can say definitively that none None of the five conservative justices who voted to overturn proved by senators representing a majority of the U.S. population. Now, some on the right will say rather dismissively, who cares? That's not how the system is supposed to work. It's supposed to represent states, not the public opinion or the popular vote, which is technically correct and fine in theory. But in reality, as these reactionaries on the court take a blowtorch to our basic rights, roll back decades of popular laws, policies and precedents, do you really think that the American public weren't going to notice their lack of legitimacy or popular support? I'm sorry to have to state the obvious, but democracy cannot survive if you have a rogue Supreme Court with no public backing. And that is the important thing that we have to get out of this. The Supreme Court 
is a now clear and present danger to democracy because everything that progressives put out there, any law that progressives put out there, they could find any way to say this law is unconstitutional. Why? Because we are the Supremes. We are the Supreme Court and we decide what is legitimate or not. Folks, this is dangerous. It is time for us to take drastic measures starting immediately with increasing the size of the court to mitigate the fraud that was effected on the American population. And I, I, I don't take that lightly. The fraud on the American population was to elect a Supreme Court based on presidents that didn't win majority votes. I mean, this country belongs to us all. But uh, there's, there's a thing, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say a few things because the last video that I'm, I'm going to play has to do with the Constitution. And you'll see what I am talking about there. Well, actually, you know what? I'll play that video in a little bit. But before I play that video, I need to uh, address Mike Cisak. Because Mike Cisak has no, con no concern in either outright lying or allowing the right wing to snow him. No other country in the world has the death violence that we have by gun, by assault weapons, bar none. No other country on this planet, not even countries in the Middle East, have the violence against innocent people like we have in the United States. Mike Cisak says, in every single state and country outside the U.S. that has strict or outright bans, have higher violent crimes than states in the U.S. that have lower restrictions on guns. That is one of the most, and I, I try to be nice, but that is one of the most asinine statements even within the United States. If you take a look at where more suicides occur, they occur in red states because of the amount of guns that they have. If you take a look at the violence by, by where guns are allowed, it is, it is worse than anywhere else. To come out here, and, and the reason I'm addressing this right here, right now, is because I have no interest in having a misinformed, an ill-informed, a disinformed population. Mike Cisak can choose if he wants. I love you, Mike. You can choose to put your head in the sand. You can choose to be uh, willfully ignorant if you want to. But please don't do that to our audience. Don't try or attempt to put that crap into our audience's minds because you are simply absolutely wrong and what you have just said is a simple lie. Nothing more, nothing less. Continuing. Paul Fleming from Mike Cisak as well. The problem with the all laws banning things, you end up with more criminals causing violent crime to spike. It happened in Brazil and Venezuela where guns were banned or tightly regulated. Another lie. That's my part of the world. Guns have, been in, in, guns have been placed in there by American manufacturers, Brazilian manufacturers, and all of that trying to make a dollar. You put more guns out there, and you get more crimes with guns. It goes without saying. It's, it's not, when I say it goes without saying, it's what we have already proven. So please, stop lying to our audience. Please. But he says, not sure about that, Mike. We are the only country that have issues, and we don't have tight regulations. Thank you very much. Uh, very intelligent commentary, Breach MCP. 
Uh, Bridge also said, Eric, I like your comment. Did you mean that to me? Okay, para ver, para ver, para ver. Continuing, we have Michael Rennan says, the Supreme Court, the Senate, and the Electoral College is three or, or is the three anti-democratic values in our, in our government that are blocking both progress and supermajority will of the American people. That is absolutely true. Bridge MCP, I wrote the, read that one. Yesterday, a win for wildlife protection plus conservation. U.S. District Court restored Comprehensive Endangered Species Act regulatory protections to hundreds of species and places they call home. Thank you for bringing that to us, Brother E2247. Uh, the, and he has the order there, etc., etc. Uh, Brian Shaw says, how they, how they easy, they effing lied. Absolutely so. That's what they did to get on the Supreme Court. E2247, victory, administration plan to keep harmful Trump-era regulation in place for indeterminate period. Not good. You are the Supremes, that songs you sing? Uh, that's, <laughs> that's funny. Bree says, Mike, because gun shows, etc., no regulations, New York doesn't have these issues and has strict laws. I have heard this argument before, and it's not true. They lie. Uh, they lie completely. And, you know, what happened is uh, CSEC, I don't know where he gets his information from, but uh, he, is what, he is part of the folks that we call the willfully ignorant. The willfully ignorant. That's who he is right now. The willfully ignorant. All right, continuing, continuing, continuing. Uh, so, Egberto, but you want to let them out? No, I'm not going. With, I'm not going there. Ken F says, I caught it in a restaurant two months ago. Almost needed to be hospitalized. I still have a hard time breathing. Doctor said it could take a year to fully clear. <coughs> I'm so sorry to hear that, Ken F. My daughter checked my lungs earlier this morning, and she said it is still fully clear. So I am, and, and so far, I feel better than I did yesterday. So um, I hope to fully recover uh, in the next day or two. Michael Rennes says, citation, on gun violence, United States is an outlier. Among 64 high-income countries and territories, the United States stands out of its high level of gun violence. There you go. There you go. Uh, if you want, let me see if, if it's something that I can put on the screen for. Here it is for, uh, for, for those who decide to look. Here is where, look, look at where the United States stands, okay? I don't know what you're talking about, Mr. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, CSAC. Again, try to get valid information. Rudnan, Rud, it didn't take Rudnan a hell of a lot of time to show that what you're saying was patently wrong, patently false, misleading, and outrightly dangerous, if not criminally immoral. What you said there, CSEC. Criminally immoral. Because you're passing on information that would let people believe otherwise and not vote their interest to take these criminally, insanely produced guns off of our markets. It's a killer. It's a killer. Thank you, Rudnan, for finding that information in real time. You are a jewel, sir. Continuing. Paul Fleming says, Tucker is not saying that the reason for mass shooting is because of women. He's a joke, and it's unwatchable unless you have a mental illness. I agree. Alistair Waters says, praying for a full recovery, Ken F. We all are, brother Ken F. Please get better. Eric Hayes says, so why don't Pierre answer media questions on Hunter Biden? Because Hunter is not in office. Hunter has no relevancy to the administration. Thank you very much. That's why. I mean, it should. Anyway, 
Paul Fleming, we are at the halfway point. Thank you for reminding me, folks. We're at the halfway point, so here it is. Uh, halfway point, here it is. Oops, I missed Politics it. done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that, that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure, again, that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, the only re resort to right-wing doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We yes, we depend on you to keep doing what we're doing. And there's one other thing that I need to ask you for. And that is to remember, we are going to be represented. We got one of the coveted spots on Radio Row at Netroots Nation. I have all of it explained at our YouTube site or rather our, Net, our GoFundMe site. So please support us at politicsunright.com slash netroots we will be in pittsburgh pennsylvania pittsburgh pennsylvania in <coughs> in august representatives going out there to make sure first of all we're planning how progressives are going to win 2022 uh, it's going to be probably between three to five thousand politicians activists bloggers and all of us are going to be centralizing and meeting in uh, in, in Pittsburgh, PA for Netroots Nation 2022. And again, politics done right. We are honored to have one of the small coveted spots on what they call Radio Row, where all the news media gets to have their own table where they interview the politician, activists, etc. We got one. We've been getting one every... We've been lucky enough to get one every year. Again, we work hard for this. Well, you are the ones who really make this happen. So please support us at politicsdoneright.com slash netroots, politicsdoneright.com slash netroots to support this endeavor to ensure that we can be, that, that we're fully funded for this particular trip. I, I have all the information inside of the GoFundMe at politicsdoneright.com slash netroots, politicsdoneright.com slash netroots. Um, Rudnan, I really, really love that that piece that you brought us uh, on uh, on gun violence, the United States is an outlier. It is such an important uh, thing there. 
It's very, 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 very important. Before I get to the other video, let me continue. Let's see. Paul Fleming says he still has a Republican that Trump put in charge over the case. What don't we talk to him because it's going nowhere? Um, but it says Republicans have surprisingly little to say about tackling inflation or other policy priorities. <coughs> but they're desperate to investigate Hunter Biden. I don't even talk about it. You notice Eric brought up Hunter Biden. I won't talk about it. Hunter Biden is not in the administration. Hunter Biden is not doing anything. In the case of Trump's kids, they were in the administration, right? His, his daughter was. So I'm not even going to entertain the conversation at all. All right, let's see. Ilan Omar, uh, five justices confirmed by POTUS who lost the popular vote. Four lied under oath, two credibly accused of sexual assault, first seat literally stolen, first spouse implicated in a coup attempt. It's not enough to tell people to vote. We need a comprehensive plan to fix the court. E-2247, that was a perfect sentiment released by Ilan Omar. Thank you so kindly for putting that out, brother. Maywood says, Mike Cisak, where are you getting all your misinformation? It's sad. <coughs> it's sad. Alistair Waters says, my sister and nephew have asthma, so they have a pulse ox to monitor their oxygen levels. Day one of COVID symptoms, I had some pretty insane breathing problems. Grateful I quit smoking when I did. I know I'm glad to have you around, my dear Alistair Waters. I get my pulse ox. It's not a, like 100% accurate but my watch here gives me pulse acts and breathing levels and all of that and i don't know for <coughs> i didn't check my pulse ox for last night when i was in the most uh, distress but i you know i really didn't have a lot of uh, breathing problems but now that you mentioned that about i got i actually got eight hours of sleep last night i haven't seen four hours in ages but anyhow let's see if it gave me my pulse ox and all right. Oh, let's. Is that my pulse? No, that's my pulse ox. Okay, it went down a bit last night. It went down to 94. It's usually about 96. Went down to 94. All right, let's see what we got. Sydney says the Supreme Court has a long history of horrible, unreprehensible decisions. Its job seems to be to provide intellectually defensible justification for whatever ruling class elites want. Oh, Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. That's a hell of a statement, and it's so right. Thank you. Lee Grant, welcome aboard, Brother Grant. Bridge says, killing me, Eric, killing me, LOL. All right, okay, we got another video, and this one is important. I want you guys to listen to this one in detail, because here is the deal. This is important, because these are things that I've said for a long time, and some folks would want you to believe that somehow you're anti-American for being anti-many parts of the Constitution. Check out this law professor and what she had to say. I thought she hit the nail on the head. Check it out. Every day we get another masculine. Every day in America, somebody uses guns, specifically these high-powered guns, to kill, to kill, to kill. And we as Americans act like we are impotent. We don't have control. They would have you believe that we don't have control. I want, to, I want you to listen to this very smart woman. Because this woman has something to say. How we've made ourselves slaves to a piece of paper written by others. Well, she says it best. 
check this out. We'll go ahead and take it on the other side because what she has to say is extraordinarily important and we should heed it. Check this out. Joy, I've, I've worked in conflict zones around the world, uh, and I was thinking as you showed the footage um, from uh, Highland Park, uh, I was thinking, boy, those sounds are like the sounds you hear in war zones. Um, you know, and there are people all over the world who have lived during armed conflicts in daily terror. You know, when does the mortar fall on your house? You know, when does the soldier or the tank come down the street and just kill you? And we are now living in that world, too, and we have brought it on our ourselves, right? I mean, we can't say, oops, it's the Russians' fault. They shouldn't have invaded us. Or, you know, oops, it's Al-Qaeda. This is us. This is this is 100% us. And it's because we are essentially slaves to a document that was written, you know, more than 230 years ago by a tiny group of white slave-owning men, you know, and, and we cannot break out of the bondage that we've imposed on ourselves from feeling like we, we have to, everything by our Supreme Court is decided in reference to this ancient document, which is just not serving us well. It is, it is, it is causing enormous problems and enormous tragedies at this point. And she hits a nail on the head. Why are we living by a document created by folks 200-something years ago before there were all these technological advances and we treat it like it's gospel, like it is something that we have to thrive for? After all, the document has so many damn errors in it that it used to call guys like me three-fifths of a person. Women couldn't vote because uh, God knows, well, because they were women. People of color couldn't vote because, well, they were people of color. People could be enslaved, well, because people could be enslaved. And those who wrote the document wanted to ensure they stayed in sumamente poderosos, that they remained and maintained their power. So, I mean, that we are slave to this document means that thousands of Americans die every single year because others choose to use that document to profit from. Those gun manufacturers who sell millions of dollars every year, it's on your heads. They accept you as a consequence of making money. And we just sit back as if we don't have power. 80% of Americans want to do something about assault rifles. 80% of Americans want to do something about background checks. We want to get rid of the companies that murder us. Why can't we? Because a document says it's not constitutional. Well, the Constitution is wrong. In this case, the Constitution kills. So therefore, we should make sure that it doesn't do that. I mean, when you are, and for too long, we've, we've just accepted that that document says something and we simply live by it no matter what happens. No. We are a social democracy, and we should act like it. We should protect each others and pre pre prevent a document created by a whole bunch of slave owners from maintaining its attack on our humanity. We spend a lot of time... Absolutely so. I mean, you know, every time I hear one of the right-wingers talk about what is constitutional and what isn't constitutional, and we have to live by the Constitution, and these great founding fathers, right? I mean, 
if you're politicians, because of the indoctrination of the vast majority of the American population, I can see why Obama had to say things like, oh, yes, true about the Constitution and the founding fathers and all of that kind of stuff. I can actually understand some politicians because, again, most Americans are ill-informed about what's going on in society at large, in, in how the country was formed at large. I get it. But here's the truth. This document wasn't written by a whole bunch of benevolent guys who really thought the best of you and who wanted to get the best out of all people and freedom for all people. That's not who wrote the Constitution. It's a myth that we, every day we have to talk about the founding fathers and how great they were. When they used to talk about Christopher Columbus discovering America, right? I went to my, um, I went to my, when my daughter was in elementary school, I wanted her to be well aware of reality. So when it was Columbus Day coming around, and I know what the school was going to be teaching, I told her, remember, when you go to school, you ask the teacher uh, if Columbus discovered America, what about the people that were there before? Didn't they discover it before Columbus? You know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff we teach in history that people just want to accept. Now, as more people of different ethnicities, of different values grow up, and they no longer have to fear the whipped or being castrated or being boiled alive or their nuts being cut off, that they can actually ask the questions they've always asked but just didn't ask because of fear. Example, you think about that little girl who is of native descent, the real true American, the first people on this land. And she has to go to class every single day and hear about how great Christopher Columbus was. He discovered America and he, did, he took back a few natives to the queen and he took back the gold that he forced folks to mine. These are the people you are asking Native Americans to worship. You're asking black Americans, Native Americans, Latino Americans of, the, the, of our hue persuasion to look at the founding fathers who didn't give a hoot about them. To say, oh, these great guys, they loved America so that they did all of this. Hell no. Did they create a constitution? Yes. Did the constitution have some good parts to it? Yes. But the constitution was made to keep them in power. And until we understand these realities, until women understand these realities, if you want to see, look at what the Supreme Court's doing to women right now. If you doubt <coughs> COVID coffin. If you doubt what is the, the entire intent of this constitution and how it can be interpreted. Look, progressives all along have tried to take this ill-conceived Ill document and, and, and give it and, and unroughen the edges. So when it came to protecting women, when it came to giving uh, 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 same-sex marriages rights, when it came to giving rights to other people, what we had 
was a set of judges who said, you know what? We understand these were troglodytes who wrote this constitution. We are going to clean up the edges so that we can keep this document and let women still have rights and let people of color still have rights and let gay people still have rights and let transgenders still have rights and let people who love the same sex still have rights. We are going to clean the rough edges. We are going to clean we are going to take the intent that it had for white Men who own land only, less than 5% of the population, we're going to extend that to everybody without rewriting the Constitution in a manner that still fulfills, if not the words of the Constitution, the spirit of the Constitution that it had for the 5% of white men who were allowed to vote and who left everybody else out. This is not anti-American. This is not anti founding fathers this is pro-american pro-everybody that is something we have got to learn i got one more piece by beshlaf and then i'll close out with an important commentary check this out by michael beshlaf because it is so important historian michael beshlaf has a message that we better heed i want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side this is important extremely important for us to grasp and this is something that can't stay here we have to put it out there in the ethos to let people know exactly how grave the situation is check this out we'll take it on the other side all these scotus rulings this was a huge week how different is our country today from where we were 10 days ago well, 10 days ago, as you well know, there were a lot of people who were saying, yes, there's a conservative new majority on the Supreme Court, but they'll probably tread cautiously. Anything they do against Roe v. Wade, for instance, will probably be incremental. Same with other things. Uh, that is not what's happened. You know, a lot of people who were worried about Donald Trump over these last seven years, one of the things they were worried about from the White House was tyranny on behalf of a group of policies that only a minority of Americans support. Well, last week we've seen exactly that same kind of tyranny now from the Supreme Court. You know, it's possible for the Supreme Court to come up with a momentous decision like Brown versus Board of Education, desegregating American society, 1954, and say, this is a big social change. Some people may disagree. We're going to do it in a way that's kindly and try to bring everyone together. That's not the tone of the decisions we saw in the last week. Roe v. Wade and also on gun safety and also the ruling on uh, restraining the EPA. That was not a hand on our shoulder in a friendly way. That was a slap across our face. It's almost as if they've arrived in town almost like bullies and said, you know, you'd better now reckon with us. We've got the power. We're going to do what we want, even though we're not in touch with a majority of Americans. So, Michael, let me ask you, historically, what has happened after decisions like this? How do Americans typically react? React in two ways. Number one, it can divide the country almost to the point of civil war. That's what happened in 1857. The Supreme Court did the Dred Scott decision saying basically black Americans are not people. And if you don't. 
deal with it. It's going to be here forever. That led directly to a civil war four years later. Mid-1930s, the Supreme Court said to Franklin Roosevelt in the New Deal, you can't get so involved in you know, trying to regulate the economy and other areas of private life and struck down a lot of the reforms that Roosevelt had done. A lot of people were angry. This country was very unsettled. There were demagogues in the late 1930s. I think there's a very good chance we're going to see all this again, especially because something they didn't decide this week, the Supreme Court, but they did ominously announce, and that is they're going to take on a case during the next year that may give the uh, right to decide presidential elections much more strongly to state legislatures. There's a possibility that, I hate to say this, Alicia, there's a possibility that we may have seen our last fair and free presidential election in the United States. I hope not. How does Donald Trump's behavior compare to other presidents throughout our nation's history? Every other president is in one category. Donald Trump is in the other. We're hearing our brave witness, Ms. Hutchinson's testimony, saying that this is a president who tried to get his attorney general to lie and say that he really won the election, that Trump did. It's not his attorney general. It's our attorney general. He had no right to do that. Almost every president knows that. But above and beyond that, what we heard even reinforced and expanded from her testimony is this is the only president in American history who has sought to unleash violence against the Congress and the Capitol to take down our democracy and the peaceful transfer of power. That goes so far beyond what any other president in history has ever done. I do hope that we never see it again. I'm not sure that that uh, will happen or will not happen. Michael, I've got about 30 seconds left, but I got to say, I almost lost my breath when you just said what you said about how we may have seen our last fair and free elections predicated on this, you know, future Supreme Court decision. Do you think Americans understand? I mean, I think our viewers do. But do you think Americans at large understand the peril that American democracy is in? I'm not sure that they do. And they better because if our democracy is taken away and it might be even in the next four or five months, it will be because people stood silent. All I would say to our friends who are watching us is vote organize, express yourself, and peaceful peaceful protest would be good too. Remember what Robert Kennedy said, in our society, it is not enough to allow dissent, we must demand it. Yes, we must demand it. The other thing that I want to do though is to, to let us know that we are empowered. More of us want what's right. Stop allowing the bullies, the loud mouths, the cursors to be the ones that run our society. That is what we've done too often. We have simply acquiesced to the minority, to those who are bullies. Let's stop it. Let's go out there and elect the progressives we know are going to make the change that we always have supported. It is our job to do it. Let's go ahead and do it and not allow Beshla's fear to be realized. Beshla's fear is real. If we allow the Supreme Court to rule that states have the right to overturn an election that they deem was fraudulent, so it's in their hands, the hands of the legislatures, then at that point, democracy ends. We need to protect our democracy. It's not theirs. It is ours. So, folks, make sure, share this stuff. 
let people understand what's really going on. Apathy is not going to work. We have to be engaged in our politics because those that are engaged are the ones that are ruling. Those that are engaged are the ones that are running things. We've got to get that stopped now. So folks, we got to perform. Not just those of you that are listening to me, but you have to expand, open the horizon to others that aren't listening to us right now and also bring them in. That is how we're going to make the change. All right, folks. So that's how we make the change. I want to address Eric Hayes. I love Eric. Eric is a good man, but Eric is wrong here. Eric is, is, is given the implication that I constantly want to ignore a bond issue that is getting people that are getting people killed. That's not true at all. First of all, it's not the bond issues that's getting people killed. It's the gun issue that's getting people killed. Let me tell you how I address the, what happens on the right. Eric listens to a lot of stuff that's put out by the right. And what they like to do is they like to control the conversation. In other words, we have issues like inflation. We have issues like women's rights, the rights of trans, gays, the rights of people of color, etc., etc., etc. Okay? We have all these things that, that, that are people that are aggrieved right now. But to, so that we cannot speak about those issues, what the right generally does is it, it throws a lot of alternative issues into the space. And when they throw these issues into the space... It prevents you, you, you hold on to their issues and you just talk about that. Let, let me give an example. Eric says, bond issues getting people killed. 170 killed in Houston. Okay, that's bad. 170 people were killed by people out on bond. Is that good? That's terrible. But over 2,000 are going to die because of lack of health care. So which causes more death? The bond issue are the criminals in Austin who refuse to give Medicaid ex expansion to these people who are going to die. And that is where you have to be as somebody who you guys have entrusted to be a provider of truth, news, etc. I can't allow those who are influencing Eric, who are making Eric, in, and Eric is an, a smart guy, but they're making him willfully ignorant I can't allow those who are controlling the narrative for him to control the narrative in the entire space because we have issues that are much larger than bond issues. 170 people that are dead because of the bond issues are terrible. I feel for those people's families. I feel for those people. But I also feel more intensity for the thousands that are going to die because of Republican policy, because of conservative policy. All the women that are going to get killed because of the ruling from the Supreme Court. All the people that are going to die because of the lack of insurance. All the kids that are going to put at arm's will because we refuse to pass good laws that give people care, uh, uh, um, care for kids when the parents are working, family leave. All these are issues that hurt a lot more people than the 170 people who died at the hands of criminals. The guns that are on the streets in Houston right now. Anybody can get a gun in Houston that's over 18 years old. Right? Anybody can get a gun. 
And you want me to be concerned about what the judges are doing by following the laws that were created out of Austin, Texas? Republican-driven? So therefore, it is simple. I will not allow... I, this, this show belongs to all of you. But if any one individual attempts to change the narrative to a false narrative, it is my responsibility to screen it. And that's what I do. Mr. Hayes, that's what I do. All right, let's see. Uh, Yvette Avery Harris says, The acceptable term now is trans person or transgender person. I was educated at a recent Teamsters LB. Thank you so kindly. What did I say? I don't even know what I said. But thank you for um, correcting me. Now it's trans person or transgender person. I was educated on it. Okay. And look, I need to be educated when I say the words incorrectly. So, um, so please let me know uh, when, I, when I make those mistakes. Please, Yvette, thank you for correcting me there. Um, but I, I still want to know what I said. I guess I got to go listen to the tape. But you said the, the acceptable way is trans person or transgender person. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right, Rudnan, thank you for having been here. And thank you for the good. Ah, before you go, I want to put this back up on the screen. Rudnan, uh, and it was deeper than what he said, than, than what I showed. Here's a, here's a disparity. There, there are the rates of killings for Mr. CSAC, who came here as well with bad information. There it is. There is a disparity of the United States. The closest killings uh, comes is Chile. And it's less than half of what we have. And then Canada, which goes even orders of magnitude below. So thank you, Rudnan, for putting that out there. That was very, very good for you to find for us. Thank you so kindly. All right, let's see what else I got here. Right? We got to get out of here. But first, I want to uh, remind all of you folks to please support the program. We cannot do this without you. Please support us either at PayPal or support our, uh, our GoFundMe. Our GoFundMe is up. Oh, where is it? Where is it? Our GoFundMe, I think it's right here. Put a bit if I'm still in there. Go is at politicsunright.com slash netroots. Politicsunright.com slash netroots. We are, again, one of the few who got a, a space on Radio Row at the largest progressive conference in the country. Largest, and, you know, we have a seat, which means you have a seat. What I'm asking for, support us, please. Uh, go to politicsunright.com slash netroots, politicsunright.com slash netroots. Alternatively, you can find all the way, you can support us at PayPal, politicsunright.com slash PayPal. As well, you can support us at any, uh, we have all the different forms of support at politicsunright.com slash support. I am tired I'm still coughing, but look, folks, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I couldn't do this without you, and the reason I make sure, COVID or no COVID, as long as I can speak, we got a show. Feel better, Egberto, Willie's best drink. We need you. Thank you. Thank you so kindly. My name is Egberto Willie's. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Oh!